Hi everyone, welcome to the Resident on Earth podcast, the podcast for the curious being who wants to learn and grow. I'm Jana Zokos, certified life coach, yoga instructor, nature lover, living a slow life in the English countryside. In this podcast, I want to bring in reflections, lessons and tools that have supported me and still do to help you live a courageous, authentic and fulfilled life. My hope is to plant tiny seeds of awareness so that we all might grow and evolve collectively. Thank you so much for being here with me. Let's get started. Hello, welcome or welcome back to another episode of the Resident on Earth podcast. Thank you as always for being here with me today, for tuning in and listening to, the, to this new episode. Well, I want to begin by asking you, how are you feeling? How, how are you? The winter solstice is approaching. Uh, winter is definitely here. And as the new season takes space, so do new needs. For example, my woolen socks are out of the closet. Tea is constantly brewing. And I must say, getting out of bed in the morning is probably the most difficult task where outside is still dark. And, you know, obviously the days are much shorter. It's dark very early. You know, it brings its um, own challenges, definitely. And this is how, uh, at some point, I understood why so many winter holidays focus on light. Long before the first Christmas celebration, Nordic pagans lit bonfires at the winter solstice. Hanukkah and the Hindu Diwali are both festivals of light. Kwanzaa is all about candles. And lightening winter's darkness can raise our spirits no end. And at some point, although electricity arrived, which has made life much easier, way, way more comfortable, but at the same time, depending on where we live, experiencing darkness doesn't happen very often. In the big cities, the lights are never turned off, and, you know, they're described as the cities that never sleep. I was living in one, <laughs> and once, once I moved out of London, I realized how dark the night could get and how the full moon was brightening the night. Oh, that's so beautiful, to be honest, to experience. And, and I could stare at the stars again, at so, so many stars. The ancient Tao Te Ching says... Know the light, but keep to the dark. The Taoism sees darkness as a necessary condition for life. In darkness, plants germinate. In darkness, you grew your body. In darkness, our wounds heal. Our brain solves problems. And darkness is part of our evolution, is part of life. Dante's masterpiece, La Divina Commedia, begins... In the dark forest, his psychological metaphors also still ring true today. And so now I want to share with you a word, which you could guess from the title of this episode, and that's wintering. Wintering is the practice of retreating certain habits, lifestyles, behaviors and expressions for the season particularly the stimulating ones. Winter, for me personally, used to be very difficult. But then I got it. It's not the cold. 
And it's not the darkness either, but it was my resistance to the darkness, to receiving its subtle regenerative gifts. I was fleeing this darkness. I was trying to run away. I wasn't allowing myself the opportunity to find rest, to find um, pause, stillness in this period of the year. Winter is frequently associated with death, but this is not entirely accurate. Tree leaves die, but the tree remains very much alive. Many herbs and plants are as well. The sap of the tree retreats into the darker, warmer depth of its inner body, conserving that life force until the spring calls it forth again. And we really work the same way, don't we? And You know, all these uh, elements in nature, they are wintering, retreating until circumstances change and allow them to be more expressive and expansive. And so nature has always been my teacher and there is still so, so much I can learn. It simply confronts reality with openness and humility. There is no story or resistance and it never gives up without a fight, really. And so what I like about the word retreat rather than death is that it's only temporary. Winter invites us to temporarily withdraw from something that exhausts us, overwhelms us, or requires more capacity than we have. And these plants and animals would perish if they did not allow themselves to withdraw. And also, I would like to bring into awareness how winter, according to where we are in the world, is experienced differently. There are winters that are much harsher, much colder, much darker, and also much longer. And so this requires um, a bigger capacity to also adapt to these challenges and to this reality. And the same it applies for the winters in our life, not the seasonal winters, but these periods of our life that are particularly challenging and particularly difficult to, to navigate. And this is really, really important for me to, to bring up because obviously we all experience different reality and different circumstances. So now what I invite you to do is to go get a pen and paper and I have a few questions for you and myself included. And, you know, you might want to write down your answers as an extra opportunity for reflection. So... Question number one is, what aspects of your day-to-day -day life no longer nourish you? Where nourishing you is another way to say brings you peace, relaxes your body, increases your joy, and so on. So what daily habits or rituals have the opposite effects of, of this, of relaxing you, of bringing you joy, and so on? Which ones do you need to motivate yourself or reward yourself for doing. <laughs> Make a list of three to five things. And here, pause. After you've written your answer, I invite you to pause. And where in your body do you feel the things on this list? Pause. 
take your time, notice and record your sensations and your emotions next to them, next to these things on your list. Question number two. What habits or rituals bring you joy, relaxation and rest in your mind and body? This can be things you do relatively rarely or on a daily basis or have done in the past, anything, big or small, that makes you feel at ease, connected to yourself and at peace. Again, make a list of three to five things. And after you've written your answer, I, I would like you to take your time and see where in your body you feel these things on the list. Take your time, pause, and again, record these sensations and these emotions next to them. Question number three. What beliefs or rules prevent you from doing the things listed above that promote rest and joy? And this can be your beliefs, the beliefs of others, or even practical rules like I have to work, And again, make a list of three to five reasons why you are unable to perform the above said rituals on a daily basis. So what we are doing here, we are figuring out what keeps us from honoring our joy and peace. While it is true that we must work, we have commitments, there must be times when we are not working, where we have no commitments. How do we make the most of this time? off. And here again, pause. And where in your body do you feel the things on this list? And record your sensations and emotions next to them. Now, number four, this is not a question, but it's just um, a sort of final step. Um, I would say a sort of invitation. I invite you to, for the next three weeks, to choose one thing from question number one that is within your power to change and that you can let go of in your daily life. And this is very important, only one thing. Um, I don't know how many times this happens to you, especially now in the new year. You know, uh, when the new year begins and there are like resolutions and there is like a list of things that we want to do differently and we decide to do that from the first week of January to bring them up <laughs> and make these changes happen all together at the same time. And we all know, I know that from my personal experience, and I'm sure you can relate to that, you know how unsustainable this is and how it doesn't last on a long run, right? So this is why it's very important to pick one single thing. And this is important because otherwise this might overwhelm our system, causing it to constrict. Yes, so take this exploration and this process slow and it will show you how much wisdom about what we need and how our habits prevent us from nurturing our joy and rest. Notice where you have to give yourself permission. So focus on what you can change and begin there. And this is it for today. Thank you very very much for listening and thank you for being here with me for supporting me uh, this is going to be the last 
episode for the season for this year I am going to follow my own invitation <laughs> and I'm going to give myself space for rest so I wish you a happy wintering <laughs> nice and thank you again I am absolutely grateful as always trust yourself love yourself and speak kindly to yourself <laughs>